0: For the second time in three years, dude, you are the champion.
1: It's amazing. I don't know how it happened.
0: Well, the luck was bound to turn at at some point. So uh, congratulations, dude, and uh, for your prize, instead of a trip to Vegas, since uh, that would be uh, uh, irresponsible at this time. Not that that that's not a popular thing, uh, uh, given our our, our national... uh, leader at this time uh, but we could we could go for a trip on mass dude you want to go i'll drive you around in a motorcade yes let's do it okay dude you are getting a 12 month supply and this is not a commercial but of saloon box which is basically a gourmet cocktail kit it's not inexpensive it's not vegas but it is a significant gift so uh dude enjoy i ordered one for myself we will be enjoying them together, either socially distant or on Zoom. So, dude, congratulations.
1: Thanks, dude. I definitely look forward to it. I got my first box already, and we've already made plans to watch the draft in person. This will be the first time we're going to be in the same room since March, dude. Since Ve- I know. Is it the first time since we actually went to Vegas?
0: Yeah, it is. I don't think I've seen you since we left the airport. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I am I am giddy with excitement to watch the Sharks literally... Make the last pick in the first round. Yeah, which means we'll be we'll be waiting and watching everybody else pick, and then won't you be delighted when at the last minute the Sharks trade that pick for Devin Dubnyk? I'm gonna be won't excited. That be so exciting, dude.
1: I'm really yes. hoping that Lafreniere falls to number thirty-one.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm holding
1: out hope for that.
0: You think so, dude? Well, Could happen. I mean, with the draft coming, you know, uh, this is the most sharks news that that we've had uh, any time recently. Yep. Uh, other than uh, the the coach finally uh, being announced, and uh, you know, the sharks uh, by all accounts are fairly active in uh, some trade discussions, trying to acquire players. Uh, Kevin Kurz tweeted something within the last few days about. Him hearing that Doug Wilson is being pretty active, and uh, why should that be surprising to anyone? Uh, which we know he loves to kick the tires on basically everything. Um, dude, the Sharks are picking uh, one pick in the first round, two uh, two picks in the second round. Um, so you know, three three picks in the first two rounds. Uh, not bad, <laughs> right? Uh, not bad. Uh, some some chance to replenish the cupboard here, which is which is uh, incredibly bare, uh, dude. What do you think is going to happen in the next couple days? Do you think the sharks are one going to use all three of these picks? Which, if you are a rebuilding team, that would seem to be the responsible thing to do. Or two? Do you think they are going to part? with some of these picks, to acquire talent that can help this team now.
1: I don't think that... I, th- I think it's possible for the Sharks to trade one or more of these picks and be responsible. I also think it's possible for the Sharks to trade one or more of these picks and be extremely irresponsible. If you're going to trade a pick and a player or two picks for a young close to NHL-ready or NHL-ready player, that's one thing. If you're trading one or more of these picks for a 28-year-old or older player, that's exactly what the Sharks don't need at this point. They have a lot of players, quote-unquote, in their prime or past their prime in their late 20s and 30s, and the Sharks don't need any more of those players. If they're going to trade a pick for a 23-year-old guy that's a higher prospect then maybe they would expect to get in the second round. That's one thing. But I think the Sharks can mess this up. Maybe the safest thing, though, would just be select players in the draft, honestly. But you know, there's always been this question of whether the Sharks are good at that, honestly. They seem to be much better at trading for players than they do at selecting players in the draft. So I could sort of go either way. But the worst thing would be the Sharks go and trade the picks for Devin Dubnik. I mean... That was- that would be Which awful. is exactly
0: the rumor, dude. That Ugh. is, now, Now I mean, now, now, uh, the rumor doesn't have any sort of, I've read different versions of this, dude, and we know it is well, well documented and, and actually well supported, I believe, by us that the Sharks need goaltending help. They need help in the goaltending position. They need a second person to come to push Martin Jones. Uh, the way James Reimer did, and the irony is is maybe it will be James Reimer again, which wouldn't that be funny? But anyways, <laughs> dude, I mean th- there have been several names attached to the Sharks. One of them was Jake Allen who went to Montreal. Uh, the other name that was uh, mentioned that the Sharks had interest in was Darcy Kemper from the Coyotes. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Sharks have the ammo. And if you're the Coyotes, why would you do that? Like why no. would you give Kemper to the Sharks even if you got a good deal in return? Uh, The maybe more disturbing option that's out there seems to be uh, the rumor the Sharks are interested in Devin Dubnik, who had a year statistically that looks like if you put them side by side, it looks like Martin Jones. So essentially, you'd be getting two players who are struggling to compete with each other for who struggles the least. Like, I mean, like, I, I don't know about this, dude. Like, I mean, like this... Uh, as a solution to push Martin Jones. Yeah, Devin Dubnik was a good player two years ago, but he fell completely off the map to where the Wild prefer Alex Staylock to.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, It's a little troubling. Let me give you one situation where a Devin Dubnik trade makes sense. Okay. okay. For me, this is the only way this trade makes sense. And that is if Martin Jones goes the other way.
0: And that is one version of this that I've read is that if you are the Sharks, you, you know, apparently uh, the Sharks are reportedly also interested in uh, Ryan Donato. Mm-hmm. So if you are the Sharks and you uh, give, you, but the thing is, is you would have to give the Wild something. Of value in order to get them to take Martin Jones. I mean, I'm Bill Guerin's done some weird stuff, but is he really gonna be telling his franchise and their fans and his owner that Martin Jones is gonna be the answer for them in net? I mean, maybe he is sold on that. I have no idea. But if it was Donato and Dubnik for Martin Jones and you'd have to give them something back and maybe that something back to them is what I read Kevin LeBank. Kevin
1: LeBank, would you make Which that is, trade dude? Kevin yes, LeBank is would. Kevin LeBank is unsigned. Here here's the most important detail of all of this and for the people that don't read cap friendly all day every day and are familiar with contract status, the the main point that matters for the Sharks is that Martin Jones has years left on his deal and Devin Dubnik has one year at less money. So Devin Dubnik has one year at four and a third million dollars a year. Martin Jones has m- several years left at six million dollars a year. Now at this point, you could make a case that Devin Dubnik is the worst goaltender in this trade, right? Devin Dubnik had a bad year last year. For a for a wild team, by the way, that has one of the better defenses in the NHL. So sure. this this is a pretty stingy wild defense. This is not the Sharks high-flying defense. This is Spurgeon, Suter, Matt Dumba, Jonas Brodine, right, as a top four. Those are good, responsible defensemen, and still Devin Dubnik couldn't get a good statistical year out of that. So I think there's every reason to believe that this is a downgraded goaltender for the Sharks, which is a crazy thing to think that we are supporting a trade (laughs) idea that would give the Sharks even worse goaltending.
0: But I, I think this is a part one of two parts here, too. Like, I mean, if you're the Sharks, you can't possibly look at everybody and go, OK, guys, Devin Dubnik instead. <laughs> you know, there's no way that that's what I mean to me. That can't be the answer, right? Like this would be we were able to get out of, you know, 22 million dollars over that. I mean, we're talking... You know, you know, over twenty-two million dollars of salary commitment over four years to Martin Jones, and and this can't be undersold. the The deal that apparently, who knows what LeBanc and Doug Wilson agreed on to get LeBanc to take that sweetheart deal, and then he stunk. So you're about to sign Kevin LeBanc to a long-term deal too, right? That so you're avoiding two long-term Potentially bad deals in return for one year of a bad goalie and an RFA in Ryan Donato, who had his best year as a pro last year. And you know, I I don't know that that's that much different than Kevin LeBanc. You know, I mean, maybe LeBanc has some more skill, but maybe Donato's is a better fit on the bottom six, which is what the Sharks need, anyways. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm and he's cheaper mm-hmm. so the sharks would save money they'd save long-term commitment uh and they could possibly be getting the third and fourth best players in the deal right but you know you're you're buying yourself out of some bad decisions and I think for a sharks team right now that needs you know some pretty significant refreshing. To, you know, to use a Doug Wilson term for we need to make some big changes, this could have a, a positive impact. But then you'd have to go out and get another goalie. You know, which, you know, the name that's been tossed around in the free agent market would be someone like Thomas Grice, who, you know, you could probably get on a short term commitment to come and play. And, you know, he would be the number one. Is that exciting? That's not exciting, but I don't. I certainly don't. I certainly don't want. You know, I think the most disturbing part of all this is that they, by trading Martin Jones, you are admitting that you have no long-term plan and goal.
1: Yes. Well, the, how how can the Sharks have a long-term plan and goal right now? They don't. This guy, they can't. do. It's Martin Jones. That's their long-term plan. They're but it's it's a bad plan. It's a bad. Well, pl- why? Why? Just right. why hold so that's onto a why plan? They should just cause get cause, out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and then
0: they'd have to figure out how do they, how do they fix this? You know, is this something that you know they're hoping that one of their own goalies develops into that player? Are they gonna try to have to acquire a young goalie? You know, with Lundquist being gone, that opportunity, which may be the best opportunity for them to do that, with the two New York Rangers goalies, appears to be a complete non-option at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to see them go out there and give Braden Holtby like four years and like that's a terrible
1: idea. No, no, you don't do it. I mean, honestly, if this if this is the Sharks plan, if the Sharks plan is to go and make this trade for the four players we mentioned, hold on to the picks and sign Thomas Grice to a two year deal. I can totally get behind this idea. This plan makes sense to me. Because then okay. then you have Grice and Dubnick going head to head. If one of them's better, great, you play that guy. dubnik has gone in a year, you have Grice for a year after that. And the, I hate to jump on my goalie hobby horse that I seem to do, but I the you know, the issue of the day demands it, which is the Sharks should not be paying a lot of money for a goalie unless They're sure he's great. And right now, and for the last several years, it appears there's somewhere between three and six really good goalies in the NHL that deserve six or more million dollars a year for a long period of time. And Dubnik and Grice and Jones, they aren't in that group of goalies, right? That group of goalies is a group that we're getting pretty familiar with at this point. Vasilevsky being one of them, Holtby, you know, it's, a, it's a little iffy on Holtby, but I, I do not advocate the Sharks going out and getting a quote-unquote name goalie and signing him to another long-term deal like they did with Martin Jones. Stay out of that racket. I don't want the Sharks anywhere near that racket right now because if this team isn't any good, there's no use in going out and doing that because we've seen way too many times these goaltenders get a lot of money and a lot of term and then in three years are terrible. Uh, we just did one of those. We don't need to see another one of those. I want the two-year-old I want the two-year Michael Layton deals <laughs> for the Sharks right now because there is so much that is uncertain with this team, and there's way too much money already committed. And there's no reason to commit a big chunk of change again for a goaltender. I hope the Sharks are going down that path, honestly.
0: Okay, so let me spell out the other end of this deal then. What if this has nothing to do with Martin Jones? What if the plan is to partner Devin Dubnik with Martin Jones? And uh that is the plan and the sharks give up I don't know I don't know what what you would give up to to take Devin Dubnik maybe you you're literally giving up nothing like I mean like you why would you give them anything like you yeah. you would be giving them and you, maybe that's the deal maybe they are insisting if we will take Devin Dubnik you have to give us Ryan Donato too like you have to give us both of them and we will give you Nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, we'll we'll give you nothing. Like, you don't get anything of any real value. Uh, and we're doing you a favor. We're taking money off your hands. And the Sharks are saying, okay, well, we're getting a, a veteran backup goalie who has, you know, on paper, better upside than Dell, if he's good. And we get a young player who could improve our team, who's 24 years old who could be a part of the future of this franchise. And that's what you get in return. What if it's it's Dubnik and Donato for like a fifth round pick?
1: Yeah, then I would be decidedly less excited. Let's put it that way. I mean, having $11 million committed to two not very good goaltenders seems to be a terrible idea. Is this this is the shark strategy is they already have a cap situation. So they're going to add a bigger cap hit for a goalie that had a, a pretty bad year. Who's 34 years old for what, a, a, you know, behind a much better defense than the sharks have. And they're somehow going to expect him to be great. I I, I don't see how that is. unless unless they are 100 percent all in on the Doug Santana theory of Martin Jones, which is he plays bad until he has a decent goalie looking over his shoulder, which I guess is is possible. Martin Jones just doesn't care about how he plays until there's an actual NHL ready goaltender who also is taking practice reps. I yeah, that seems so, unlikely I, to me, but OK, you know, all right, So. Thomas Grice, last last,
0: he was coming off a a three year, $10 million deal, essentially. Mm -hmm. So he made $3.3 million last year. Uh, And that was, you know, the end of his five year, you know, uh, time with the Islanders. I mean, who knows? He may stay. I, I have no idea. He may stay, right? Uh, he played very well in the playoffs for the Islanders, four games, two point zero two goals allowed, nine almost a nine thirty save percentage. I mean, he his stats are are do we think we're gonna get Thomas Grice for anything less than two years and seven million dollars? I yeah. mean I, I Yes, I, I yes I do. I you think he will be you think that's the deal or you think you'll get him for cheaper than that?
1: I think you'll get him for cheaper than that. There's a thirty-four year old goaltender that's no longer wanted by the New York Islanders. I, I well, we don't we don't know that. It, well, if, if if he becomes a free agent situ- if this becomes a free agent situation, I don't think the Sharks should trade for Thomas Kreis. If he becomes right. available on the market and the Sharks are kicking the tires on signing him to a contract, I see no reason why you would give him a raise in this situation. Right. He, he couldn't he couldn't win a job with the Islanders. What why would why would they yeah, reward him I for I mean,
0: that? yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a different situation. I mean, they made a long-term commitment to Varalamov. They have Ilya Sorokin who, you know, they seem to be invested in being a part of, you know, their future. So, I don't think Grice played his way out of the island, right? He 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 could be incredibly in demand which is would be a gamble, right? But you know, there's a lot of teams that need goaltending and Grice, you know, played very well in in the in the Islanders conference finals run in 4 games. So like I don't know, are we looking at a Cam Talbot thing here where yeah. someone goes a little nutty and gives him too much money? I mean, it, it's it's a it's a gamble, dude. I mean, I get it like the you know, I, I could see either version of this trade happening where the Sharks take Dubnik and insist on Donato and in return, don't give anything back. And Doug Wilson being like, well, we use some cap space and we are still committed to Martin Jones being the number one. I mean, that's what you're saying at that point. We still believe that he can do the job. Or this is your way of getting rid of him and you're probably going to have to give up something of value. Right? Like yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, just looking at having the Sharks goaltending lineup being Jones and Deb and Dubnik and and to use a phrase you used in a text thread, Doug Wilson's gonna go to the fan base and say, Ta da yeah. <laughs> here's our goaltending yeah. lineup. Yeah. Really? No, it would be
0: it would be Listen, I, I think we're gonna find out in the next we're gonna find out in the next 72 hours, whether this is real, because I think if this deal is going to happen, it will probably happen at the draft. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody should keep their eyes peeled on what Doug Wilson is doing. Um, and boy, you know, uh, you really hope that you, I, I agree dude. these picks. Should be used to acquire young players. They should not be used to acquire win now veterans. That's not the spot the Sharks are in. Uh, and if they are packaging young assets to try and get better to sneak into the playoffs one more time this year, that'd be pretty, pretty disappointing. Like they have to really step back and look at where they are. <clears throat> Which is not in a good place.
1: <laughs> no. no, it's it's not. And, and I don't want to see the Sharks chasing goalies either. There's a few on the market as well. So Vegas signed... Um, you know, it looks like... Fleur, yeah, it's Vegas signed Leonard and Dallas signed Kadobin. So those guys are off, but it looks like Flurry is going to be available. Matt Murray from the Penguins is going to be available. Grice might be available. You know, I don't know how much of a sellers or buyers market this is. I mean, this is these are more established goaltenders hitting the f- the free agent market all at once than I would normally expect to see well, in a free agent. Uh, well, Matt Murray
0: and Flurry, they're under contract. They're going to be guys you are going to have to trade for. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Murray's, I mean, an R- think- Murray's an RFA. He's not under contract, but you are right. There is some commitment that has to happen there. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean,
0: I, I, Murray. I think. You know, I guess you could you could call the the Penguins bluff and you know give him you know although Murray would never sign it. I mean, like I think Mur- someone's going to trade for the rights to Matt Murray, and if you're the Sharks, like why would you do that? Like why would you trade for the goaltender that Pittsburgh doesn't want?
1: Yeah, like no.
0: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. So, um. I guess if you had to – because I do believe the Sharks' goaltending situation will be addressed fairly quickly here. If you were to draw up the perfect scenario, dude, what would you want it to be?
1: For this trade?
0: No, just in general. How would you like – if you could choose how you want the Sharks to address their goaltending situation this offseason, you would want it to be what?
1: Honestly, if you can get out of Martin Jones' contract, you do it. If you have an opportunity to get out of it, you you get out of the contract. I I don't you know, it's it's one thing if Martin Jones had one year left on his deal, then I say, Okay, you suck it up, you eat that six million dollars, and you hope he gives you a decent year in goal. But if you're looking at four years left in this deal, you can't run this string out. It's too long. You got to get out from under this contract. If the Minnesota Wild give the Sharks an opportunity to get out from under it, that means we take Devin Dubnyk and Ryan Donato. Then that's what we do. That's the for me that's one of the best possible situations because honestly that would be like a full-on Doug Wilson magician act like so many of these other trades. How could you get a team to take this contract? If he gets a team to take that contract, that's amazing. That to Ooh, me I, to I me guess... that's that's the best that's the best outcome.
0: If, if he can do it on his terms, that would be amazing. I guess what I'm afraid of is that it would be, you know, Jones, LeBanc, who's kind of a problem. Plus, you have to give one of your second round picks to get this to happen. Because if you're Bill Guerin, why would you do this? Like, I mean, like, I just, I don't. You think it'll take so, a second
1: let's... round pick? God,
0: that's pretty pricey, isn't it? It is, but well, I mean, like, but you're you're taking on some, you're taking out the trash here, right? I mean, like, you are, yeah. unless you really believe that, you know, you have, uh, you know, a a real find in Martin Jones, which I don't know why anybody would think that. Um, it it, it seems. I don't know, dude.
1: Yeah. I'm looking
0: at the free agent. I'm looking at the free agent market here for goalies. <laughs> Me too. I mean, there's there's a lot of familiar names, yeah, right? There are. I mean, you there know, um, what? A, we throw this out there, right, dude? I mean, let's say Thomas Grice gets too pricey. What do you think? And this trade doesn't happen. It falls apart, right? What do you think of uh, a one year deal with Craig Anderson?
1: Yeah, Craig Anderson had an all right year last year. One year, if you could get him for, you know, sort of a older one-year player, I don't want to say a trash heap player because that's not fair to Craig Anderson, but I think if you could get him for a million dollars, all right, a couple well, million.
0: Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. That's what here, we're talking right? about. I mean, yeah, like we're we're talking about somebody who, you know, he's thirty-nine. He had a, a bad statistical year last year for a really bad team. You know, he, he's made some pretty decent change in his life. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, but if you're Craig Anderson, I, uh, why would you want to go to the Sharks? Like, Maybe because you I mean, want to play million, and no one else is offering I a guess, deal. I guess for a million dollars, though. Like, I mean, like, I, I would think somebody, there's some team that's going to look at him and go, gosh, if we can get a really good backup here, you know. What about, uh, okay, here, we're we're going down the, the scrap heap here.
1: You're going to say Ryan Miller, yeah. aren't you?
0: I'm not going to say Ryan Moore. I'm going <laughs> to go. I'm going to go one better.
1: Uh-oh. There's something better. Mandy Legacy. I, I, I oh, don't. No. That's I don't know that it's legacy. better.
0: I do not know that it's better. Okay. How does a record of two and
1: twenty-three strike you, Jimmy Howard? Uh, well, I mean that is with the Detroit Red Wings. I mean that's pretty bad. Yeah. I. I would. I would take a look again for that one or two million. See, these are the kinds of goalies that fit exactly into. My personal philosophy for approaching goaltenders, especially at this point in the Sharks franchise situation, right? If you're if you're Tampa Bay and you're ready to win the cup, then yeah, you don't want to trust your fortunes to Jimmy Howard. But the Sharks are not in that conversation for being one of the best three or four you know teams in the league far from it. So there's no reason to overpay. So if you can get a good year out of Jimmy Howard, or you can get a good year out of Ryan Miller, or you can get a good year out of Mike Smith, which is insane, but, you know, assuming you could, then that's totally worth it. That's a that's a, that's a a great approach to fixing this issue as opposed to spending $6 million for the next, you know, two millennia.
0: Right, which is what someone's probably going to do for Jacob Markstrom, right? I mean, Jacob Markstrom is going to get paid by somebody
1: right yeah i don't want any part of that and that's a good right. t- i mean that's on a good vancouver team so like you know if you're not a very good defensive team you know that's you know not a not a player i would want to be spending a lot of money on for a long time F- for certain not so i yeah then- I, l- I look at this list of goaltenders and sure none of them raise your eyebrows and get you excited you know but i think there's plenty of serviceable goaltenders in this list you know even going down uh, you know, further down the list, you see some of these guys. Some of these guys aren't that bad. Yeah, they didn't play a lot, but I don't know. I don't. I don't have a problem with some of them. So, you know, I think th- I think those are the kinds of players the Sharks should should target. Honestly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now, well, we we will see. It certainly does not solve the biggest issue, which is that the Sharks don't appear to have a long term answer in goal. You know, and and maybe. Uh, maybe one of these young, younger players, maybe, you know, uh, some of the folks that they've drafted or acquired or signed as free agents, young free agents will be the answer. Uh, we haven't seen that uh, bear fruit yet. Right. But, uh, you know, there's certainly, um, you know, you said, what is the plan and goal? I think right now, today, the plan is Martin Jones. Like, that's what yeah. you've committed to. You have committed to Martin Jones for the next four years. So unless they're somehow able to get Bill Guerin to lose his mind and, you know, make this deal, unless the sharks are giving them some sort of really tasty sweetener, right, Mm -hmm. why would you do this? But I guess we'll wait. We're going to find out, dude.
1: We are going to find out, dude. We'll see what happens. I, at least the last that I heard, and you know there are some conflicting reports here, is that it's sort of waiting on Devin Dubnik. So it sounds like the the broad strokes of the deal are in place. It's just a question of whether it's going to get executed. Is that what you heard, or, or did you hear something different?
0: Um, I didn't hear that. I, I heard that Dubnik has a limited no trade, and that it didn't seem like the Sharks were on the list of teams that he could block. So, um, I don't know why they would consult him if he can't block the trade. Um, so, uh, it seemed like they were trying to work towards a solution here. Um, like I said, I I think we will know, we will know if this doesn't happen before the end of the draft, it's not going to happen. I think that it's going to, it. It's going to happen at the draft, or the Sharks are going to move in a different direction.
1: Right. So they could use uh, the number 31 pick on a goalie, honestly, you know, if they want to go that direction.
0: I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Um, I'm going to laugh so hard when we watch the entire draft and then the Sharks trade that pick. (laughs) <laughs> at the end of the show, and people have sat there all <laughs> night waiting, and then they like they trade it and they trade back for like two more second round picks or something. Yeah. I will laugh so hard; it will be, you know, that would be so so twenty twenty.
1: Well, the good news is is we'll be deep into the saloon box cocktails at that point, That's dude. True. That's so. True. At that point, we won't care. We won't care. We'll just we'll just all laugh right. and laugh, and then we'll go back to lamenting cool, dude. well dude it, i draft on tuesday i'm i'm glad uh we have something to think about coming up here for hockey because we have no idea about when the season's going to happen or anything else so at least there's a little bit of tidbit of hockey to think about and look forward to here
0: outstanding dude well, i will see you soon looking forward to it As and uh, we'll we'll get it
1: going we'll get it going go sharks go sharks hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com
0: Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.